yeah. You know what time it is? We can let down our hair. The moon is high, and we are lunatics now. It's deep in the safe harbor. It's dark 30. I'm Joshua P. Warren, and now is the time you should turn off the radio if you don't want to potentially hear some outrageous material, because this is when we kick back down a shot of hard liquor and try to have some fun and I'm your creepy guide across the River Styx. Abandon all hope. Daddy going to give you something to drink now. Yes, I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, in the Isle of Enchantment, Puerto Rico. And this program is being broadcast by our flagship Asheville station, News Radio 570 WWNC, helmed by Sam, the Animal Steel. And also investigator Shelley Wright of Wright's Coin Shop. Wright's Coin Shop is one of the most esteemed, old, and beloved businesses in the Asheville area. Is it not, Miss Shelley Wright? Why, yes, it is. And, uh, you know, I, I want to let everybody know that you, Shelley, have become such a celebrity that people, they will stop you whenever they get a chance, if they can muster up the courage, and they ask for you to give them an autograph, don't they? That has happened. Mm-hmm. And do you oblige, or do you turn I up your do. nose? No, you, no, I do. I'm nice. Mm, give okay. them an autograph. And uh, what body parts have you signed? I have not. <laughs> I have not signed to anybody's body parts. Please Will don't ask. you let ask. somebody sign one of your body parts? No. You're such a prude. Yeah, really? Now that, I mean, customer service would be like, here, sign my ass. Boom, right? <laughs> um, well, look, we, we were talking recently, Shelly, about how many fans that you have and how many of them want an autograph, but in many cases are literally afraid to ask for one. And I made a suggestion, because I don't want you to feel embarrassed tooting your own horn. Uh, I said, hey, why don't you do a promotion at Wright's Coin Shop, where for over the next week, anybody who comes into Wright's Coin Shop and asks for an autographed photo of you will get one for free. Uh, and you said, well, you know, uh, oh, shucks, I don't know if I was a look, Shelly, it's good promotion, the fans will love it, and so I, I, I twisted your, your wrist a little bit, and you said, fine, I'll do it, so tell everybody what they can do over the next seven days if they want to get an autographed photo of Miss Shelley Wright. Just come into the shop and and just ask. You don't have to ask me if you don't want to. You can ask one of the other people that works there. Ask ask Michael, ask Greg if you feel more comfortable with them and and they will give you an autographed photograph of me. And this is going to be like a full-color photo actually signed by your hand. This is not some stamp. It's not like you signed one original and then copied it. It's a real, authentic, original photograph on a color uh, printout, right? Yes. Or autograph. And, okay. and you okayed the picture, too. So it is, yes. it is a uh, Joshua-approved 
photo. I think <laughs> Sam Steele is going to have to be making an appearance at Right Coin Shop. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh, the process of approving photos was so grueling, Sam. <laughs> she, she had she had no clue what was appropriate. No, I didn't. I didn't. She was sending me things that were just, I was blushing. I was looking at these pictures, and I oh, said, oh, Shelly, um, they have to pay extra for that. Poor <laughs> uh, so put-upon thing. <laughs> that is one of, of many, many reasons to go to Wright's Coin Shop. Tell everybody else why they should go to Wright's Coin Shop in general, Shelley. Because we've got good stuff, and we're fun. The coin shop is the oldest full-service coin shop in western North Carolina. It was started by my dad, who is a legend in the coin world, and it's a fun place, and we have everything. Eventually, everything amazing comes through our coin shop, and we have people now that have been with Jad since the beginning that have grandchildren coming to see us now. And it's it's truly a, a fun place, but it's also a place where you can buy things that will increase in value, that you can just sit back for yourself or your children or your grandchildren and and let them kind of accumulate value. And, you know, you have something for the future. You, you build on it, and you're not paying commission on it every month to somebody, and you know, if you want to sell it, you don't have to call up someplace and wait for 10 days for a check and then get it and then have to wait another 10 days before it clears. You get your money right then. And, um, you know, you are supporting uh, four families, and we are all local, and, and my, my cats have grown accustomed to eating every day. So I would appreciate it if you would come in. And you can go to speakingofstrange.com to find a link to Rights, or you can go directly to rightscoinshop.com. That's W-R-I-G-H-T-S, rightscoinshop.com. Also, uh, what is your address and your phone number, Shelley? 1271 Sweeten Creek Road in Asheville, and the phone number is 298-5402. So, again, write this down, folks. Keep it on hand. 1271 Sweeten Creek Road. They're not far from the Biltmore Estate. Or call, no matter where you are in the country, you can call and see if they can help you. 828-298-5402. 828-298-5402. Now, Shelley, I don't mean to sound like a pervert. Um, that just happens naturally. Just, no. yeah. um, you are... Colonel Sanders to KFC. You are Wendy to Wendy's. You are Ronald McDonald to McDonald's. You are the mascot, in my mind, of Wright's Coin Shop. Have you ever put any serious consideration into copywriting your breasts? No, I have not. Making a mold, perhaps? No, no, no never considered that. Huh. Well... Uh, you know, and I'm speaking not just as your friend here, Shelley, mm. but your legal advisor. Right. And I'm telling you, you might want to do some paperwork here mm-hmm. to to get your breast and other um, sort of uh, prominent uh, earmarks uh, copyrighted, because there is a new story. This is from CNN. Okay, 
This is not some weirdo website out there. This is the money section of CNN, and it says that if you, especially as a woman, copyright your breasts and other body parts legally through the Library of Congress, it may be the only way that you can effectively have pictures of your breasts and other body parts removed from the Internet should they happen to show up there. You know, nothing ever comes out off of the Internet ever. <laughs> we moved the shop four years ago. Our old address is still there. It's never coming down. It's always going to be on there. So what makes you think that somebody's body parts are going to get taken off the Internet? Well, okay, well, you've heard of what they call revenge porn, right? I know yeah, you know that. Yeah, and I that guy, it. well, I love believe it. that's the guy that started that site. I believe he, he got smacked down in a really bad way. Didn't he, hasn't he been sent to well, jail? He, or? That guy is just a drop in the ocean. A vile human being who should be cursed. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I would. Well, it's happening a lot. Uh, they have one example here, and now again, this is CNN, of a, a woman that they are calling Hillary, that's a pseudonym, mm -hmm. who was in a long-distance relationship mm -hmm. that involved some nude selfies mm -hmm. and videos. Uh, they say, like many relationships, it came to an unhappy end. Right. But then her ex decided to start posting some of these photos online to humiliate her. But then that's when she learned, once the images were public, that there is little recourse. Uh, she contacted attorneys, and they were saying, hey, once something's on the Internet, you get the free speech rights. And, it, it, you know, it, it can be almost impossible to take them down. So... Uh, it says here, in many cases, what's that, Shelley? Uh, well, what he was doing was he was taking them, he was posting them, and then he was saying, oh, you know what, if you want me to take these down, like he wasn't the one that put them up there, um, pay me X amount of money and I will, I will take them down for you. I will, I will take care of this problem. He was posting them. He was not posting them. He was hosting them. Well, but the thing is, forget about that guy. That is just one isolated case. This is a phenomenon that is widespread, that goes way beyond this one dude. Uh, and the thing is, they say that if you end up with your pictures posted somewhere, and the pictures were taken consensually at the time, and the website that has them hosted refuses to remove them, the only next recourse you have is Curse to make them. a claim for copyright infringement. Uh -huh. And so that means what you have to do is copyright your naked body. And, and now this would include you taking a bunch of pictures of your naked self mm -hmm. and sending them to the U.S. Copyright Office. Uh -huh. And then you can prove with documentation your naked body is copyrighted and then legally they have to remove them. I think now would be a good time to say if any uh, listeners out there would like some naked pictures of Sam Steele, please just email Joshua P. Warren. We can work out a price. Yes. Yeah, well, like we'll process this for them. Is that what you're saying, yeah, Sam? Yeah, basically. Like, I'm, I'm pretty easy like that. we got pictures out there. We want the fans to have what they want. If that's what they want, then so be it. Then so be it.
So if you want your naked body copyrighted, then you email uh, contact at joshuapwarren.com, <laughs> and we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we help. can do. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, I'll tell you a story about one man who should easily be able to copyright his naked body because it was seen by hundreds of people at the Charlotte airport. Uh, and then I will tell you also about how many naked people are popping up at Chinese funerals. Yes, I said funerals. Uh, this is the Dark 30 Hour. I am Joshua P. Warren. Tonight's program is brought to you by Wright's Coin Shop. You are listening to Speaking of Strange. And it starts sometime around midnight. Or at least that's when you lose yourself for a minute or two. Speaking of strange, I am Joshua P. Warren, and now is the hour of the show that you should turn off if you are easily offended, if there are kitties around. Um, this is when we talk about some of the more outrageous and controversial, often sordid and seedy stuff, okay? These are real news stories that we've dug up for you around the world, and um, just passing them along, doing, doing our duty, let's put it that way but you may or may not want to hear them. Uh, also, let me point out, from time to time, I offer some very special things through my free e-newsletter. And uh, very soon, probably I'm thinking maybe in like a week or so, I'm going to be offering a brand new wand. And this thing has 
truly <laughs> has truly cosmic implications. All right. And so uh, if you want to learn about the new wand that I'm going to share with all of my subscribers, you need to go right now or as soon as possible to joshuapwarren.com. There is no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. Right there up front, you'll see a little box you can put your email address into and hit enter, and then you do a double opt-in to confirm it. And then you will get emails that are only personally written by me. There's no spam involved, okay? I pay every month so that there is a professional service that will deliver my messages to your inbox without any spam or anything from anybody else, only stuff that I sit down and write with my very own grubby little fingers. So go to joshuapwarren.com, sign up for the free e-newsletter if you would like to get those notices from me and uh, yeah sometimes I do special things only for my e-newsletter subscribers now of course this show is being broadcast from Asheville North Carolina a couple hours down the road we have the capital uh, I'm not the capital we have the largest city in North Carolina which is Charlotte and that's where we have our largest airport well here's a news story that some of you may have caught Headline, man angry about overbooked flight strips naked in airport. A man reportedly, no, there's no reportedly, I've seen the video. A man stripped naked in the Charlotte Douglas International Airport after he became angry about a flight being overbooked. Now listen to this. Police say he will not be facing charges. According to witnesses, the man was attempting to get on board a U.S. Airways flight to Jamaica. Um, a woman said, quote, I seen some people running, and I was wondering what they was running from, and people were standing there snickering, so I walked over, and an airport employee told me the man was angry over the Jamaican flight. He had his clothes on at that point, and then he started standing there with his arms crossed and hollering at the ladies. He stood there for a moment and then started taking off his clothes. i never seen nothing like that in my life, end quote. Uh, the man apparently was taking off his clothes and then folded them up nicely, laid them on the counter, and said to everyone he was protesting them screwing up his vacation. And then he walked right out into the middle of the place and stood there like a statue. Uh, he was there for quite a while uh, before finally he uh, was taken away by the police and uh, then taken to a medic. Why is he not facing charges? I don't know, but I will tell you that uh, nudity laws in North Carolina can be a bit strange. We know from the topless rallies, for example, in Asheville, it's perfectly fine for man or woman, to walk the streets of Asheville topless. You can be topless, but not bottomless. That's where they draw the line, That's huh? where they draw the line. Okay. Well, it's no big deal in China. and, and In fact, it's expected there. They say, picture yourself at a funeral, a somber event filled with mourners, filled with grief. You look over toward the casket, and you see a voluptuous young woman grinning seductively as she removes her bra. Great funeral or greatest funeral? Well, if you're in China or Taiwan, uh, says that this is not unusual. 
It might seem strange to Westerners, but it squares up with the Chinese cultural traditions regarding the afterlife. It's not uncommon to bury the family lush with a cache of hooch for the afterlife partying and all kinds of other things, including strippers. This is from Playboy.com. Uh, it says, in addition to the dead, strippers are uh, shaking their tail feathers to amuse low gods who are considered to have much the same appetites as, as us mortals, etc., etc. Boy, wouldn't that be weird, huh? I'll say. You know, I thought... Have, I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say, Sam, have you have, you've been to Asia, right? Uh, not Asia proper. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Eurasia... Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've been in the neck, that neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. But I, I saw a thing the other day on, uh, uh, I believe it was Vice or something, and I think I found what could be my actual, my reason, like something I could do well. It was in China, as it's such a burgeoning economy. They have, like, all these uh, need, apparently China's, like, one of the only places left in the world where uh, being, like, a white guy is really a positive and so they would hire me because, A, I'm tall, and, B, I'm white, and I look somewhat like I know what I'm doing. And they hire mm-hmm. you to be, like, all sorts of fake things that people, like, I would be a doctor. I have no idea what I'd be doing, but they would have me at, like, conferences, and I would just read off a thing. And they're like, oh, here's a guy from America. And there's, like, so many places in China that are, like, blowing up, like, as far as economy-wise. They use you for... um like prospective business owners, anything that you can think of, you're just fake. There's a whole circuit of American guys that go over there and get hired and paid very well to pretend to be things like real estate developers. How do you get into that? Be white. Be okay. Check. Yeah, check. I'm there. I think uh, we need to send me over, Josh. I don't know if, if I want to take any responsibility for that. <laughs> I'll cut you in. Okay, let's do it. Uh, How about this from the Huffington Post? A video is going viral of a man getting it on with a car tailpipe. Uh, They say, if you look online, you will see a video of a man reportedly in Brazil, yes, doing it with a car's exhaust pipe. The owner of the car took the bizarre video when he came back to a garage and found this taking place. Uh, It says, this is actually sort of looking like normal behavior these days, people doing it with inanimate objects, especially in public. Uh, Let's see here. A man from Washington State, which we've read about before on this show, may be the king of car coitus. He claims to have had sex with more than 1,000 vehicles, including his favorite, the helicopter from the 1980s TV hit Airwolf. Nice. Uh, he said he doesn't have eyes for men or women, but boy, his 1993 Ford Ranger Splash has some junk in the trunk. Some say he's... Trying to get a Hummer at some point. <laughs> How did he get access to Airwolf? He must be rich. You know, if he has a thousand cars, I, let's see, does he own them or just. Uh, no, he's just done it with more. Maybe, well, so he's just maybe like going anybody. To, to like Cooter's, <laughs> Cooter's Museum over in Gatlinburg <laughs> and like hopping on like, the general. He's having to pay for dates. <laughs> 
I think you're right. That could be a. I mean, I, I, I ta- that's. I'll pay for that, Sam. Oh, of if course. If you go to Cooters in Gatlinburg and, and have sex us, with the General Lee, if you have sex with the General Lee, not only will we uh, support that, um, but I will even um, commemorate that with a coin. Wee, who's this wee? You got a mouse in your pocket? That is a affront to the General Lee to Dodge Chargers. We <laughs> just we need to send him to China. I know. I can can be something, Josh. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have a story for you from Louisiana. And I read this, and at first I was like, I'm not sure exactly how to read this while still capturing the detail of what what happened. Uh, It's about what a woman offered a police officer after... She was pulled over. Uh, I'll get into that and a lot more when we come back, including a story from Kingsport, Tennessee. I'm Joshua P. Warren. Tonight's show is brought to you by Wright's Coin Shop. You are listening to the Dark 30 Hour on Speaking of Strange. Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the Big Bopper speaking. <laughs> oh, you sweet thing. Do I want? Will I want? Oh, baby, you know what I like. Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. Wiggle in the walk and a wiggle in the talk. Make the world go round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl that make me act so funny. Make me spend my money. Make me feel real loose like a long-necked goose. Like a girl. Oh, baby, that's the one I like. What's that, baby? But, 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 oh, honey. Chantilly lace had a pretty face, had a ponytail hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Lord, make the world go round, round, round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big eyed girl to make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose, like a long necked goose, like a girl. Oh, baby, that's the one I like. Yes, the dark 30 hours. On Speaking of Strange, brought to you by Wright's Coin Shop. And the number to Wright's, hope you have it written down, 828-298-5402, 828-298-5402. I am Joshua P. Warren. Let me remind you all now, I'm going to be doing a big event, and these kinds of events are rare these days. A big event, one time only. Sunday, July 19th, 2015, in Asheville, North Carolina. It's called the Wishing Machine Extravaganza. It lasts eight hours, but it's not just eight hours of sitting around because, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. No, we have a workshop, then we go have a cocktail party, then we have a ghost tour, then we go back to the museum and have some fun. It's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience 
trust me on this. The last time I did just a workshop in Sedona, Arizona, it cost hundreds of dollars. But because Asheville is my hometown and we're including my museum and we're doing all this at the Asheville Masonic Temple, you buy your ticket online right now, it costs $99, $99 for the whole thing right now. Go to joshuapwarren.com, and you'll find a link to the event, or you can go to wishingmachineproject.com and click on workshops. Either way, get your ticket now because it's not going to happen again, and you have my word on that. It's a one-time only event, one Time only event, July 19th. Get your ticket now. Back to stories here during the dark 30 hour of Speaking of Strange. <sighs> Here's one from Monroe, Louisiana. They say here a 52-year-old woman was busted for punching her bow in the face multiple times and scratching him with her fingernails during a confrontation in the couple's home. Let me pause and say... Being the dark 30 hour, this is not for the kiddies, okay? Not for the easily offended. We're talking about some of the more sordid and seedy stuff. So tune out. That's your warning if you don't want to hear this kind of material. When the woman was read her Miranda rights by a Monroe Police Department officer, she said that uh, he got in her face, so she beat his ass like the little blank he was. Uh, after the woman was handcuffed, she told the policeman that she could not go to jail since she has a good job and didn't want to lose it. At that point, the woman allegedly made the officer an offer. She said, now I cannot read to you exactly what she said, so I'm going to paraphrase this to you, okay? She said, if you won't take me to jail, I will get on my knees right now and I will lick your behind until you are very happy. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Sam's like, what would I do he in this up. situation? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the John Keone's, what would you do? <laughs> what would uh, you do? ABC 2020, what would you do? And what a, what a strange way of offering it, though. I won't repeat that, but, uh, well, the officer... Turned it down. So, <laughs> oh, Sam, so glad you don't have a badge. You're one of those guys who would just go volunteer, like, I'm a backup guy. Hey, just give me a badge. You can call me at 3 in the morning. I'll help you out. Um, already facing a misdemeanor domestic abuse charge, the woman was then hit with a felony public bribery account for allegedly offering to do this. Oh, my God. That's from the smoking gun. But, uh... So much for that job. Yeah. 52-year-old woman, she was willing to to do whatever it took. Uh, next story comes to us from Kingsport, Tennessee. Oh, that's not far down the road from Asheville just, at all. Just over the hill. Yeah. says here, well, okay, there's a, a, a pastor there in Tennessee who recently has been in trouble already for apparently getting it on with another man in a church van parked in the church parking lot. Well, now he's in trouble again, arrested for embezzling somewhere around $70,000 from the church bank account. 
doesn't really get this whole sin thing, does he? <laughs> they say what makes it even stranger is that he had a strict unforgiving attitude towards anyone who was gay and had kicked people out of church that he thought might be uh, of that uh, proclivity. Uh, so uh, this guy, he, yeah, he is, um, well, when asked about the missing money, he told the church members, it's none of your business. Ooh, sass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly what... Uh, the rules are his church, but I think they misjudged him as a pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it is their business, you know. I like, guess not the whole point of like the <laughs> session or something. It's kind of their business to make mm-hmm. sure you don't like mm-hmm. you know, steal the funds of mm-hmm. the, the tithes of the parishioners. Yeah, especially with such uh, hypocrisy built in. It's a lot of that. You notice it's like usually the ones who are the most outspoken. And it's like, you are wrong. You, What you do is evil. Your lifestyle choices are wrong. They're usually the ones that are uh, really into that. Mm-hmm. It is funny, isn't it, how it works out that way with these politicians, you know, the old tap-tap under the bathroom stall, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Here's one from Romney, West Virginia. Uh, the erotic movie Fifty Shades of Grey was shown in a West Virginia high school classroom after students convinced their teacher to let them watch it as a reward for good work. Bonus. Um, it says the, uh, the principal uh, passed by <laughs> and saw this was being shown <laughs> and immediately shut everything down. Uh, they say it's unclear if the uh, students or teacher will um, face disciplinary action. <laughs> says the teacher apparently didn't know what the film was about, and the assistant principal said she's either not being honest, is extremely naive, or just plain stupid. Uh, the DVD cover clearly says it's an R-rated movie with sexual themes, and she knew the school had rules against public exhibition of any titles on school property guys i still have not seen 50 shades of gray have either of you no i haven't because i mean in my personal life it's just vanilla it's, it's so vanilla yeah it's like a standard tuesday night <laughs> come on i well you know I, I have a feeling that i should see it because it's it's a part of pop culture now but I just don't want to pay for it, you know. <laughs> Did you know that uh, the star of Fifty Shades of Grey is the uh, the offspring of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith? No. <laughs> yes. I did not know yes, that. Yes, that's her. Mm-hmm. Look at you. you uh, well, you know, Melanie Griffith was okay back in the day. Don Johnson, no slouch himself. Loved him as Nash Bridges. <laughs> You like Don Johnson, do you, Shelley? I did. Well, I liked him in Nash Bridges, not so much in Miami Vice. Oh, He's Crockett. very angry. Sonny Crockett. Always, always mad about something in in Miami Vice. Five but bonus points if you can name his pet alligator in season one of Miami Vice. Yeah, I don't know. Joshua, I have no clue. Elvis the alligator. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's a story. Uh, I'm just going to read this headline. Airplane dumped poop on girl's birthday party. Aww. She probably deserved it. Yeah, they say it gives a new meaning to the term party pooper. Uh, This is from Levittown, Pennsylvania. 
daughter's sweet 16 birthday party was ruined when a passing airplane dropped human waste on the celebration. The girl's uh, stepfather said he was playing some horseshoes in the backyard when out of nowhere something nasty rained down on the gathering. Quote, out of nowhere from the sky comes a bunch of feces. Lands hard on everything. <laughs> That's what you call a, a blank storm, right? <laughs> uh, it says, we've just gotten done with a cake, thank God. That's what the birthday girl's sister said, because within two minutes something fell from the sky. It was brown. It stank bad. It was everywhere. It was gross. Okay. Uh, but they say, believe it or not, this kind of thing happens with some frequency. Uh, in 2012, a New York couple said they were splattered with airborne waste from an airplane as it flew overhead. 2013, a woman in England said a frozen chunk of waste crashed through her roof and trashed her house. Uh, last year, a New Zealand woman whose home was pelted with what she said was human waste from an airplane was furious. The woman said it would have taken Godzilla to fling all those turds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the FAA's term for frozen airplane waste is blue ice because they add a chemical to it. But uh, it says they acknowledge that lavatory leaks can occur in the air, but says the usual culprits behind these poopings are flocks of migratory birds. I mean, they, they do release that over supposedly non-habitable areas. I mean, that's how they empty the tanks. Then it freezes. It's cold up there. You don't want to be in that non-habitable zone. You don't want to be in the fly zone. No. When we come back, the three stories I have saved for the end of the show tonight, and I think you will see why I have saved them for the end of the show. This is what we call the Dark 30 Hour. It is presented to you by Wright's Coin Shop. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and we'll wrap this puppy up when we come back right here on Speaking of Strange... minutes. That's right, the very last minutes of tonight's Speaking of Strange, we call this the Dark 30 Hour. I am Joshua P. Warren. Yes, Dark 30 meaning 
We are talking about some of the more outrageous and controversial and sordid and seedy material, not for the kiddies, not for the easily offended. Consider yourself warned. You might not want to listen to these stories over the next five minutes or so. If that's the case, fine, tune out, and then tune back for something a bit more family-friendly. Tonight's program is brought to you by Wright's Coin Shop. And as you probably know, you may call them at 828-298-5402, 828-298-5402. And I also hope that you will go to joshuapwarren.com, because if you do so, right now, you can scroll down on the homepage and download a free good luck charm. That's right, a free good luck charm at joshuapwarren.com. And while you're there, be sure to click on the Gallery of the Strange and look at some of the very weird and amazing pictures and videos that I have posted regarding ghosts, aliens, UFOs, cryptid, psychic phenomena, you name it. Am I still on there? Are you still? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you mean you in Transylvania, Shelley? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, you're on there. Okay. All you have to do is go to Gallery of the Strange and then uh, click on the link that says Into the Rabbit's Hole or Down the Rabbit's Hole, and you'll you'll find Shelly Wright. Shelly Wright, keyword search hole. <laughs> <laughs> and it will take you right where you want to go. <laughs> Um, okay, last three stories of the night. Uh, they say, because love never dies, put your loved one's ashes into a glass dildo. <laughs> um, you may remember in 1901, uh, Dr. Duncan McDougall did an experiment where he placed elderly uh, patients who were uh, terminal on scales and he weighed them when they died, and he found that uh, 21 grams disappeared. So he thought that that was the soul, the weight of the human soul. So this is called the 21 grams memory box. Apparently this is uh, being offered now by a, uh, a company, uh, let's see, in Storkenboom. Where the heck is that? You know what? Uh, okay, no, I'm sorry, Mark Stukenboom. I'm going to say Holland. Yeah. yeah, it's probably something like that. Basically, when a loved one dies, you get a memory box, and it has uh, 21 grams of ashes inside of a glass sex toy, along with a variety of other intimate things that you can then use to um, hopefully properly memorialize your deceased loved one. It's what Grandma would have wanted. I think so, yeah. And, and if she doesn't have what it takes to ask for it herself, <laughs> you, you can provide that Be for proactive. She'll love you forever. Uh, next story from Macon, Georgia. Police hunting Waffle House masturbator. Uh, a Waffle House employee was videotaped by a fellow worker, yes, doing what I just said, inside the uh, restaurant. Uh, the 36-year-old is wanted uh, and it's very clear what's happening on video. Um, and it says that as he was being videotaped, um, the woman videotaping him was telling him the whole time she was recording him and that he was a pervert. And he stated back to her, I'm not a pervert, I'm just a freak. And he said, I don't care. Freaks like to be seen being freaky. Mm-hmm. So then the man continued until... 
he finished. And she said, I hope you will at least wash your hands and the floor. That is from the smoking gun. So, so would that be scattered, smothered, covered, and what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't know where he is. He's on, on the run, on the lam. Which leads us to our next story. From Mount Holly, New Jersey. Listen to this. A former police officer is accused of having a moonlight tryst with a group of cows. But believe it or not, he will not be facing anime, uh, excuse me, animal cruelty charges. As it turns out, bestiality is not a crime in New Jersey. In most of the nation. Uh, is that right, Sam? Yeah. You yeah. knew that, did you? I did. Don't know. Uh, so the judge who dismissed the charges says, I'm not saying it's okay. Uh, he says, this is a legal question. It's not a question of morals. Uh, they go on to say the man has not broken any laws with his actions with these three cows. Uh, the New Jersey State Senate has reacted quickly and unanimously. They approved a measure that would bar people from doing this with animals. They voted 35 to 0. It designates this as a fourth-degree animal offense punishable by 18 months in prison, a fine of $10,000 or both. And so it now goes to Chris Christie for his signature. We'll see where he stands on this. And uh, I think we're going to have to stand down now and call this uh, the uh, end of the show. I thank Brian Hall, Sam Still, John Anderson, and Mobius. This is Speaking of Strange, where the unusual becomes usual. So next time, we will be at speakingofstrange.com, where you'll find all kinds of interesting podcasts from past shows. Sign up for the free newsletter and Twitter, and tune in next week for a brand new one. You are commanded! <laughs>